Hello and welcome to Culture Cubby, the podcast that is not afraid to say, sometimes it's your fault. I am your host, Julian Sosa, and today, well, I'm going at it alone. Jared has graciously stepped aside so I could tell a far more personal story. Now, I will be speaking a bit about the film Celeste and Just Forever, but it's going to be more about how it relates to my story. So I will never forget the first time I saw this film. I'm somebody who needs to find that character that I can relate to. I don't know if it's to further immerse myself in the film, or maybe it's just a bit of an ego trip. If I'm being honest, probably both. Well, I've never related to a character as much as I did in this film. So back to my first viewing. I was watching it with my girlfriend at the time, and around this time we had been having some problems, but really I was completely oblivious to how bad it had gotten. Celeste and Jess are best friends that end up falling in love and getting married. They seem like the perfect couple, except Jess is having issues growing up. He's struggling to get his art career off the ground and refuses to get a real job in the meantime. Along with this, he doesn't own a car and he relies heavily on Celeste. Now, my story. We had quickly become best friends. We ended up falling in love and moved in with each other pretty quickly. After the company I was working for at the time went under, I struggled to get a real job and the acting thing definitely wasn't working. I didn't drive and I relied heavily on her. Oh wow, that sounds so familiar. Yeah, you can say that I've just worded it like that so things line up, but really it's the truth and I immediately felt it. I couldn't even look at her in the face while watching the film. I just kept thinking that she had to be thinking the same thing I am. How could she not be? Celeste has a line in this movie where she says, The father of my children will have a car. She had said almost that exact thing to me that, at that point. I was exactly like Jess, and about midway through the film, I broke down and started to cry. She couldn't understand why I was acting like that. Apparently it wasn't as obvious to her as it was to me. By the end of the film, I knew she'd be breaking up with me. I highly doubt that this film had anything to do with it on her end, but the fact that I had pretty much embraced that I was going to be ending up like him and almost completely checked out. Well, it was pretty soon after watching it that we broke up. Celeste and Jess have issues letting each other go. Um, Jess lives in the guest house of the home they once shared with each other. Far too close to each other. Now, I was staying right next door with a friend of mine. I'd say that's where the similarities really end. I like to think she was trying to maintain a friendship out of it, but it was just impossible for me. She would invite me over to watch Breaking Bad, and I'd completely make it awkward. We stopped talking for about a month when she sent me a text after... Um, and asked me if I had read a book called The Disaster Artist. We had both been waiting a long time for it, and we were both really excited. I really even couldn't respond to it. I mean, it had gotten to the point where I couldn't see a picture of her or hear her name. I deleted all of our pictures together on social media because I couldn't handle it. I always wondered what she thought of it. I just imagined she felt a bit abandoned. I'm sure to her it looked like I had completely forgotten about her when in reality it's something that I could never do. 
We spent three years of our lives together pretty much every moment. So while Celeste and Jess couldn't let each other go, I think we both had to. So here I was without my girlfriend, without my home. I knew I needed to make some changes. The first thing I did was accept a full-time job. I wanted to think about nothing but work for a while. Along with this, though, I decided to dip my toes back into acting. By this time, I hadn't done any acting in a very long time, and so I was lucky that I was asked to be in a web series called The Sting Chronicles. This is exactly what I needed. It was long-term, it had got me thinking creatively again, and it inspired me to start writing. Things were really good, and I thought I was going on the right path. Um, I was going on dates here and there, um, but it was all about work. I had completely changed my attitude. One of my favorite parts of this film is when Jess is telling Celeste he's going to have his art displayed in a gallery. He had this moment where he was able to tell this girl that had given up on him, though rightfully so, that he was finally headed in the right direction. I noticed this after watching it again much later, but it didn't make me a bit jealous. Not that I would want to glow, but it would have been nice to at least shown her that I was alright. Now, I'm at my full-time job, and I had just accepted a promotion. I decided I wasn't going to date for a while when this friend of mine just helped this girl get a job there. I decided to introduce myself because he told me she just moved down here and she didn't really have any friends yet. So I see her in the back room and I try to give her a bit of advice. Well, she blows me off and quite honestly was pretty rude. At this point, I decided I didn't want to talk to her at all. I know I'm kind of on a rant here, but trust me, it gets cuter. So I'm asked to help out in another area of the store and it was just the two of us. At least it seemed that way. We start talking about claw machines, and I'm a huge fan of claw machines, which she just so happened to be a huge fan of claw machines, and that's not something you find every day, people. We talked for a long time to the point where it was well past me needing to be over there anymore. I walked away knowing I wanted her to be my next girlfriend. Now, I know it sounds cheesy, but it's true. So we hung out several times after that. Just a lot of watching movies and talking. I did everything I could to spend time with that girl. I even worked a few doubles in a row so I can go out of town with her that weekend. Her brother was getting married and they needed a second person to sign the marriage certificate. Now on this trip I had forgotten my wallet so I had no money, I didn't have my ID, we had to go through this checkpoint because it was so close to the border. I was freaking out the whole time. On top of that, we stayed at this shitty little motel where bugs crawled everywhere. Any other time, it would have been the worst time of my life. But with her, it was probably one of the best times I will ever have. Mind you, we weren't even together at this point, but it eventually happened, and she decided to date me, and we had fallen in love, and it was great. So why am I talking about this? I mean, what does this have to do with the movie Celeste and Just Forever, right? Well, this girl and I broke up. In the film, Celeste is very goal-oriented and lets it be her driving force in life. She constantly says whatever she wants and doesn't answer to anyone. It had been a long time since I'd seen this movie and I didn't revisit it until after this breakup. I said earlier I like to associate myself with a character from every film... Well, while watching it again, I couldn't see myself as Jess anymore. 
I mean, I was working hard uh, during my last relationship. I accepted a higher paying job. I was doing well. But here's the thing. This job I had taken was 10 hours more a week. And any free time that I had went to writing. This is what led to my breakup. I was so focused on work that I completely forgot what was truly important. I had backed her into a corner where she felt lonely for no reason. She had plenty of people around her, but what do you do when the person you want to see most won't make time for you? So she breaks up with me. And I'm upset, but I understand. I don't believe she wanted it to end, but she had never broken up with somebody before. And for her to be pushed to that, I believe, made it impossible for me to go back. Celeste had just gotten back from a trip and just meets her at her house to talk. She had at this point realized she had made a mistake and wanted Jess back, presumably. Jess reveals that he's having a baby with another woman and he wanted to try and make it work with her. In hearing this, Celeste gets very upset and goes to another room to cry. It was this scene that made me realize I was now Celeste. Boy, this film has not brought a lot of joy to me. <laughs> Now, I'm not saying this is a bad film because I actually think it's quite beautiful. But it does seem to creep into my life when everything is falling to shit. And by that, I mean letting things fall to shit. I thought I had really started to turn things around. She tried letting me know how she was feeling before she broke up with me, but I just did not do nearly enough to fix the problem. She gave me a chance, and I failed. Before Jess realized he was having a baby, Celeste had attempted to get back together with him. Or at least, that's how it felt. Though this, is no way, this in no way happened in the same manner, it did have me thinking of my final attempt to try and get her back. I had her meet me at a coffee shop. I had brought flowers and dressed up. I told her I would applied at a new job that wouldn't have me working as many hours, and I begged her to take me back. Well, as you already know, this didn't work. I spent 10 hours at that coffee shop hoping she'd come back with her mind changed. Like, somehow flowers and a tie were going to change everything that I had done. Like in Celeste's case, I was too late. The day she broke up with me, right before, <laughs> she'd given me a pair of socks with dinosaurs on them. I know this is a random thought, but I do feel like it shows that we had a pretty strong bond. By the way, I still wear these socks, and I just refer to them as my breakup socks. That day, when I was eventually alone, I grew so upset with myself. How did I allow myself to lose another girl, and in the exact opposite way? Excuse my language, but what the fuck was I doing? Let's break it down. Relationship one. I think it's fair when people say that this one was never going to work. If I was ever going to follow my dream of acting, it wasn't going to be with her. Now, I loved her and she was my best friend at the time, but we both wanted such different things. This isn't me trying to put blame on her. Anybody who knows the situation will tell you that I've done nothing but blame myself. In relationship two, well, this is the one that makes me angry. I have to say this girl was probably the most loving, supportive person I've ever met. She was never attempting to stop me from doing any of this. Anything I ever did, she was there to cheer me on. 
anything to do with work, acting, or even this podcast. I mean, she listened to every episode of this podcast and every time would tell me how great it was. I can honestly say I've never had support like that from another girlfriend. I remember this one time I went to see this actor I really enjoy. And um, he was there to speak about a book that he had just released and he was acting out some scenes from a movie. Um, and I got to go up and reenact one of the scenes with him. I remember I was beyond excited, but I really want to say that she was even more excited than I was. She just kept repeating how happy she was for me and smiling at me. Now I'm not dwelling on it, well, much. I just feel the need to say I feel so awful about all of it because I truly believe she wanted it to work and I really blew it for both of us. I allowed myself again to lose my best friend. So Jess moves on with this new girl, as does my ex. Celeste looks for any reason to hate this girl. She probed mutual friends, tried to twist their words, anything really. Celeste really didn't have a reason to hate her, but I understand her need to. Now, I'd say I could come up with a lot of reasons to hate this guy. Things I'm not going to go into. But at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. He's doing something that I didn't. And I can't spend my whole life holding a grudge when I really have no one to blame but myself. I know her pretty well. She's a very smart girl and I trust her to make the right decisions in life that are going to lead her to happiness. When I first heard she was seeing this person, my reaction was, to say the least, not cool. I confronted her over text and accused her of seeing him while we were still together. I mean, I did, I did have a reason to go there in my mind, but the second I sent it, I knew I was wrong. I knew she wasn't capable of doing that, and I think I just wanted, for a moment... To think that maybe it wasn't my fault. For that I'm truly sorry. And I think that it'll probably be one of my biggest regrets about this relationship. That that's how I let it end. Celeste often finds reasons to blame Jess. But when it comes down to it, she really had no one to blame but herself. Now, I'm only drawing that conclusion because of what happened with me. But I'm sure plenty of people who watch it will feel the same way. So we're at the end of the film, and Jess has completely moved on. Celeste starts to see someone, and it ends with her casually with this other guy. It's not one of those overblown endings that make you think she's found the real love of her life. I love that ending because you don't really know where they're going to end up. I don't believe in people being destined to be with each other. I think there's something really beautiful in finding someone and choosing to love them and deciding that no matter what, you're going to make things work. Now, I'm not currently with anyone like Celeste. I do have a sense that she'll always regret what happened. You never like to let someone you love down, but you do have to learn and move on from it. She manages to do that, and I think I will manage too as well. Hopefully the next time I watch Celeste in Just Forever, I won't relate to anybody. Well, thank you for listening to my story. I hope you enjoyed it. I know it was short. We'll probably try and do something a bit more fun next time, but who really knows? 
If you have any questions, though, for myself or Jared, you can reach us at Culture Cubby on Facebook, Twitter, or Gmail. Thanks once again for listening, and you all take care now.